He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I talk to a different Facebook friend every episode. For all social media about this podcast, you can go to at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And this podcast can be found everywhere. Thank you for finding it, whether you found it on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or awkwardwithevan.com, the only place where you can get every single episode of the archive. Uh, so um, I guess I'll give you guys a heads up. If, if you don't like uh, talking about vaccines, if you're burnt out on that discussion, then this is not the episode for you. Um, and if you're not a fan of um, going against what the mainstream uh, viewpoints are, uh, this will not be the episode for you. So I'm going to give you guys a heads up on that. Uh, just going in because I know not every episode is for everyone. Um, I'm going to maybe just release uh, short clips of this video uh, interview with my guest uh, on Facebook, but on my Rumble, I'll have to start adding that to the show notes uh, on Rumble. I'll put the whole video um, because I really wanted to talk about this issue um, because it's been it's the two thousand it's the twenty twenty one word of the year. The word of the year is vaccine. Um, I kind of half tried to get around it with my guests call, calling it Vaseline. I did that with an elected official a few episodes back, but uh, I just wanted to kind of get you know, a parent's perspective, uh, uh, an alternate perspective. And, uh, you know, and, you know, she's, you know, she's just one, one of us. She's just a parent. She's not, you know, doing, not blasting out, you know, viewpoints with a megaphone necessarily, but, um, the stuff I'd seen of her, I found powerful. So I wanted to be her Facebook friend and she confirmed me months ago. Um, so my guest this week is Judea Johnson and uh, I actually do ask her the question, is she an anti-vaxxer? And we're going to find out, am I an anti-vaxxer? Well, no. But uh, let's just say I feel bad for those um, who have benefited from vaccines since uh, for before um, COVID happened, because I feel like um, these, these incarnations have, have done a disservice to the ones that we know uh, have come to know. So, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, you, you can't, you can't censor, you know, every single viewpoint out there. And it's just, uh, it's a shame because, you know, I think vaccines are valid, optional, uh, vaccine, good treatments that can be available, um, to prevent illness. Um, but, um, the things that have been, um, suppressed have, it's, it's just a shame that, uh, yeah, I don't want to really get into it. I'll get into it with Judea. Um, who I actually uh, for, thought she was in California. She she did what what I might do soon. Uh, she left uh, California for Florida, so she's now enjoying Florida. So where is she? How is she at? Uh, how did she get into this whole space and talking about uh, vaccines and what what is? She, we then talk about her love of travel. So it's not just all about that, but you know I do want to get her perspective. I think she's a very charismatic person as well. So here is my talk with Judea Johnson. This is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel, and I have a Facebook friend 
who I accidentally ghosted last week because I got the time zone wrong, but she's back. Judea Johnson. Thank you. You are ready. It's like you're self-taping right now for some hip commercial that is maybe like a <laughs> Verizon campaign, but th- that girl, for- right? <laughs> yeah. That, that girl, that girl that I would. Yes. So, so how, I don't know how we know each other. What time zone are you in? So you're in the Eastern. Time I'm in zone. the East coast. I'm in Florida. Okay. You're in Florida. Oh, very nice. Where we're looking Newly. at that. Newly in Florida, just a few months. So, so you were in California. I was, and uh, I'd been there the last 14 plus years, but I grew up down here and uh, have a kid still in high school. So I decided to have her, you know, get the full on normal human experience for the last couple of years and came back down here. Oh, that's really So you had been in Florida before California? Yeah, I grew up until my very early 20s. I grew up down here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, okay, so you so you made out here and and California, I guess what what got you in? So just as a disclaimer, I mean, we'll talk we'll talk a lot about vaccines today, and we'll talk a lot. We'll call it Vaseline if we wanted to prevent to duck away from Zuckerberg, but either way, um, uh, or we'll just say it's Meta. But uh, what where what I don't know. How did you this you find your way into this lovely space? that has now gone mainstream, this lovely uh, uh, resistance. Uh, I don't know. I share your stuff. I share some of your stuff. Oh, awesome. Posts. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So power to the power to everything and uh, power to the parents. Yeah. But, uh, right? <laughs> but, but where, where did this all start for you? Um, it all started for me. I think really it stems from being involved in the natural birth community. I was oh, a no doula. And, you know, really fascinated with just, you know, women's abilities to, to, to give birth and how amazing we are. And we don't need, it's not a, um, you know, an illness. We don't need to be in the hospital necessarily. Um, So I started helping women through, through birth and, um, you know, was exposed to a lot of alternative and natural minded ideas and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, questioning vaccines was one of the whack Vaseline was yeah, one of right. them. <laughs> um, and so that was before I even had kids. So I just, you know, it was yeah. just learning that I did. And then once I had kids, which is now my oldest is 18, I have an 18 and 16 year old. So this oh, was wow. a while ago. Oh, wow. um, it was probably just a few years or a handful of years after Andrew Wakefield and all of that. And so people, I think a lot of people were really starting to come out and share their experiences. They felt empowered to, you know, get the word out and maybe prevent injuries and, and uh, adverse events in other people's kids. So I listened, I listened to those brave parents and, um, you know, heeded their warnings when I had my own kids and chose uh-huh. not to vaccinate them. Yeah. So it really started out as it wasn't a big thing. That was a personal choice that my husband and I made, yeah. you know, occasionally we'd let doctors know there was never any real problems. Like I'm hearing now pediatricians and other doctors even um, won't take you on as a patient if your kids are, or you're not now in this current climate, haven't taken the Vaseline. (laughs) So uh, it wasn't a thing back then. You know, my kids were never denied play dates or birthday parties or anything. And then about five, seven years ago, it really got ramped up. And especially in California, I don't know if you're in California. Oh, oh, yes. I ran for office in 2020 because of it. But yeah, Ah. yeah, yeah. 
good to know. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, right. With 277, you know, that came in and just blew everything wide open. And then two years ago, right before Oof. the pandemic, I like to say, uh, <laughs> we, we fought 276, which would completely obliterate any kind of exemption, even, you know, if your doctor gave you a medical exemption at his or her discretion. So I, I just saw the writing on the wall and I, we all knew in 2019, they were coming for the adults next. We had no idea how soon and in what yeah. way, but here we are. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to one thing on natural birth. The the one documentary I'd seen years ago was a uh, business of being born with mm. Ricky, Ricky Lake. I think, I think, I think she was involved that in that. Yeah. I mean, that was how I got into it. I mean, my, my first kid is born um, hospital and I think my second, we have, we're, we're pregnant now. And, you know, she's like high risk because she's, because she's old, you know, she's, uh-huh. she's older. She, I don't she always want to hear me say it like that. She's a super old woman right now, but uh, <laughs> so we'll probably do the hospital thing again, but yeah, no, we had, you know, the doula going in and, and all that. And, uh, but you can definitely see there's obviously the, the assumed, uh, you know, hospital side of things. And like, you never realize you can get in a pool and it's like so easy in the water and oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got into it, the, the 277 going back to that. I, I didn't know it was that big of a deal um, because I, I didn't, he had a reaction like after an MMR, like when he was three mm. and I'm like, okay, we're out. We did, we did 22. I think we're good. <laughs> so right. uh but yeah, I mean, our, we're waiting to hear if our doctor who's currently in legal stuff is going to have joined the list of those who have been disgraced right? So that we're kind of out of, out of it. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, it's rough. Cause you know, we are, we're looking hard at Florida. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you, what part are you in like Southern Florida? Northern Florida. Okay. My, my in-laws are in like, uh, near Fort Lauderdale. So, right. Aren't everyone's. But, so yeah. Yeah. So you'll, so yeah, we'll all, we'll all play golf together, I guess. Be right. like golf. Um, cool. So then you started, so you understood how the, you got kind of more active and then I don't know, do, do, do we like, do you can, if someone say, Oh my gosh, Dudia, you're, you're an anti-vaxxer. How do you, how do you respond to something like that? So I'm, I'm one of the, I think minority who I kind of, own that title and feel like we kind of <laughs> need to subvert it in a way. Right. Um, and I understand, like, I don't have a, a child with any vaccine injury. And I think pe- parents who do really have a, an issue with that title. And I totally get it. Yeah. And I also see how they use it completely as uh, an insult in the, in the sure. mainstream narrative. But yeah. I just feel like, you know, maybe we can take the sting out of it by, by not being so, um, offended if we're labeled right. that term. So I, yeah, I, I wear it proudly. Yeah, no, I mean, the weird thing is like, I've, I always like when I ran for office, I'm like, make vaccines as available as you want to Like whoever wants it, wants it and gets it. But like, there's just, when you hammer someone over the head so much with this thing, you're like, you know what you, you are turning me That's you're right. Tur- and you're, and you're, and you're like self cannibalizing the cachet mm-hmm. that you had with all the other things you've developed and you're like putting all your eggs into like this, you know, this, this shallow, this shallow, this so such a fragile thing you're promoting. Yeah. And imagine if you just like promoted, you know, like the DTAP vaccine the same way, like it wouldn't be mm-hmm. as bad, but you're promoting mm-hmm. this. And right. uh, what, what is like stood out 
for you, I guess, about like the past couple of years, like the messaging, the promotion, uh, the the phases of how we've been marketed this or the end of the pandemic? And it's a big question. But I mean, yeah. I, I I look to you as like, you know, like Wonder Woman, because I just the kind of thing I do. I just because the kind of things I see you, 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 you putting out there are are, are, are just like it's 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 you know it's it's liberating. So uh what what's what stood out so far for you like along the way? Like what aspect um, of all this I, stuff? I appreciate that. I mean I'm just a normal person. I think I have a really strong sense of justice. And so right. when I see this stuff going on, I like I I feel like I can't be quiet and I'm in a fortunate position where I'm not at risk of losing a job or, right. or something huge if I'm vocal. So I just feel like, you know, shout it while I can't like I'm I, one of those people I'd rather go down fighting, you know? Yeah. Um, so the thing that uh, has been just most astounding, which is it shouldn't surprise me, um, but it's just been incredible to watch is the lack of science, the lack <laughs> of data, the manipulation of data. Um you know, I, I I think just even the average person these days can read something and just easily see like, well, wait, that doesn't really, if you read an article that says something and you read past the headline and click through the links right. uh, to, to the, the things that the article cites, you can easily see it's either just from a study from the CDC. And we all know that right. that's just, you know, heavily funded by, by industry right. um, or that the, the, the research study or paper they're citing doesn't say what they're claiming it says. And yet, you know, this goes on and on and on. And people, you know, I think who solely watch CNN or MSNBC are just not given the whole story, not given the legitimate, accurate story. Yeah. I mean, the natural immunity thing totally being disregarded. Like what, what are we, isn't that what you want? And then like, you know, you, I try not to, you know, I take memes with a grain of salt, but when you see a meme, when it's like, so they, they're, you're getting vaccinated so you can be protected yet. You're afraid of people who are not. So it's like, wait, wait a second. There's just too many, like, you can't, you gotta, I think you have to like lead people with questions and you can't lead people with like, this is the way it is. I feel like that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a thing. Um, Absolutely. It, so heavy handed. And they're even changing the definition of these things. Yes. Like you look the at definition the dictionary. Of immunity and vaccines. And I mean, and, it's nuts. It's very Orwellian. <laughs> yeah. They changed it. They like now a vaccine is now where you can have like the gene, whatever therapy done to you. And it's all this, this crazy stuff. Uh All right. So the main way you guys can help support this podcast is through the art of going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. That website allows for uh, monthly support from you guys for as little as a dollar a month. And I lost my my dollar patron uh, recently, so I need a new dollar patron. So it'd be $12 a year, which is essentially like a sandwich at the airport. So you're going to have a a three-star sandwich at the airport for like five minutes, or can you help me out for like a year? So that's what I'll say. There's a lot of reward tiers. Um, go check it out. There's even, um, you know, title sponsorship. I could even throw you guys a shirt um, for certain reward tiers. I'm going to update all that. And uh, there is also um, an Awkward with Evan uh, little mini store on Teespring called Spring now. But uh, I've already, uh, I'll, you, you can do the, the research on that. It'll be in the show notes. Isn't this just a great pitch? Is this a great uh 
promo I just cut right there. So uh, I'll stop with this. Let's just go back to Judea. I don't know. Do you, can you can you see like the curve? Like where where do you think more people wake up? Do you think it gets stricter? Like how can you can you kind of sense the trajectory going forward with all this? I I think we all have no idea, but there I don't know about you. There does seem to be a shift in the last few weeks. I think this uh, hammering over the head about boosters is really getting under people's <laughs> skin. They're like, wait, I did what I was supposed to do. You promised freedom from vaccines. Not right. only is that not happening, but like, I'm still catching it. My, my family members are possibly still being hospitalized or dying. Yeah. And now you're telling us more like what other time have, or illness has there been a vaccine for that you need two doses of, and then a third additional within a year. So I, I do think it is, um, slowly waking people up. I think, you know, that there was this past weekend, amazing protests and uprisings oh, around yeah. the world. That was phenomenal. Croatia and, 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 and uh, yeah, Austria Vienna and Rome and Australia, a ton of oh, cities in oh, Australia. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's really inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I have, so has it been uh, rough on, like, has there been like butting of heads with, with like family about this stuff as you've been going through it? Like, could you have like, is there relatives that you're, that are less resistant? Like my mom won't let me in the house still. I got told her, she she's been as much as 30 feet away from me. And she put on a, this is back in February. I came in, I did a show like an hour away from my house at like the military academy. And uh, she came out with a face shield and mask in the winter. And I was out there and whatever, my mask. And then she went inside and then she was really sad. So I'm like, mom, make I'm a decision. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But your, your, your parents were, are willing to see you if needed. Yes. So the oh, people closest to me, my husband, my mom, we're all on the same page, fortunately. But no, I mean, we all have family and friends that yeah. are going along with this. I was told by a family member that, you know, it's my choice. Businesses have a right to, you know, segregate discriminate. Yeah. discriminate. Uh, so I was, I, you know, that's really hard to come back from when someone endorses discrimination against you. It's it's like, how do you ever restore that relationship? I mean, it, obviously, there's still love there, but right. it, this has been a really defining year for, you know, and, and it really reveals people's true character, I think. And so yeah. um, I think that's that's been one of the hardest parts. Have you like discussed with other black women, like the idea of like segregating and discrimination? Like, what do they think about it or? Do some of them go along I with it? I have. And I'd say the, the friends of mine who I have discussed it with are a little more in the mainstream. And, right. um, you know, one friend was in, a, you know, in agreement and, and, and is actually in the, you know, New York City tri-state area. And right. so said that, you know, she would not uh, patronize businesses that require the right you know your qr code but i i believe it has happened and she has gone along with it a couple times so it's just yeah it's it's unbelievable so she and she would even like get vaccinated but still she wouldn't want to like support the the businesses right right right. she at least sees that like okay that's not cool and hey look my friend would be one of those being discriminated against yeah yeah i mean and i i had to leave my gym because of that we had passports go in in la Um, i did find i did go into a gym near me and it took me like a second to process that I walked in. I'm like, wait, no one's wearing a mask. And you're like, what the heck is going on? I mean, this was like rush hour Monday, which is like the most popular time of the gym. Cause you know, you go to the gym, like to maybe offset your partying over the weekend, but who knows? Right. Uh, 
I'm like, but I, that would be like a place for me. And it, it would be closer if I went there. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's not about health. Like I went, I got in shape to get healthy. And then this, yeah. and like 11 people on the city council said, no, we must, we must, uh, you know, vote you out. And, and it's, it's so weird that like, uh, you know, it took just 11 people, like, and people don't, right. don't get that. Like they know, like people are canceling their memberships. They're not patronizing your businesses and, you know, and, and, um, I I'm part of a party where they're ready to file the, the initiative to have a vote to repeal the ordinance and replace it with nothing. It literally says that like, this is an initiative. Like if you get the signatures, we repeal it and nothing else replaces it. So I'm kind of curious what happens with that in a city like LA, because, Mm -hmm. you know, just from having like gone through the, the recall election that we had for the governor, like a, I guess it maybe it was it was a little tough for that because we had it because all this marketing was thrown into the fact that it was a Republican recall and it never was. But right. uh, so we uh, so you you got out at the right time, I guess. It was. A I, good I fight. still cast my vote. I wanted to re- recall it. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Oh no. Most definitely, Mister. Uh, and I like how like boosters. It's like the, now they release like if you had a Johnson and Johnson more than two months ago, <laughs> you might need. <laughs> a booster i'm like what <laughs> yeah the subscription card really is looking legit now <laughs> right that's why they had the two extra lines on the bottom of the card yep or was it more at least two yeah i think it was like at least two but you know it's like what are those other lines there for right. and uh um have you seen like do you like had you watched the like the pandemic documentary, or have you watched much of, um, I think Matt Martin, I don't know if his name is Matt Martin. I don't remember. Um, he was the one in the pandemic too. I forgot oh, his name. Right. Martin, ba- something bald Martin. guy in the bold, t- in the, bo- mm-hmm. the, in the, in bow the bow tie. tie. Yeah. Not the goatee, but, uh, <laughs> and then there was, a uh, like, I know RFK just came out with his book. Uh, so do, do you keep yourself like, kind of like up to date with everything yeah. that, that goes on? Yeah. yeah. I consume all of that stuff. And I try to balance it with the other side to, you know, and keep questioning myself. Like, totally. am I just in an echo chamber? Am I just believing what I want to believe? But no, like the, the most of what I read in favor of vaccine mandates, lockdowns, school closures, it was all absolute BS. It right. was nonsense. It did not hold water. And so, yeah, I, I try to, I, I voraciously read, you know, tons yeah. of articles. I want to get um, RFK's new book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've tried to keep, uh, abreast of all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought the mandates would be the line for people. I thought it would be like the, you know, that, okay, we're, we're out. And I think it's become more of a line for people, but I think maybe the boosters are going to be more of a, more of a line for people. (laughs) So I think mandates too that's that's yeah. been a pretty like yeah. people have definitely been stepping up um it's interesting in the states like i don't know if it's like our geographical size or the yeah. fact that we do still have kind of safer states and places to escape to but right you know that we don't see the masses of crowds like we do in in some of these other western right. countries right. but i i think it's you know second amendment i think it's that we do still have some red right. states that are practically like normal i mean it's if you go to florida and probably i'm sure many parts of texas idaho yeah. you know wherever 
uh, you know, life is normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, but the man, the, the, uh, employer mandates are big and, you know, all these attorney generals are pushing back and sure. Yeah. I think it's weird. I mean, I used to work at the New York Roadrunners that put on the marathon in New York mm-hmm. city. And I just want, I don't know what their, I wonder what their policy was. I mean, I'm sure they're more than a hundred people. Uh, but like, I wonder if like healthy runners would even be like, ah, oh, we don't want to do this because we're runners and we know we're in shape and everything. And yeah. uh, it's kind of, I wonder just how they're, they're dealing with it. I know like, you know, the head of it is, would probably be pro like mandating whatever, but, uh, didn't they just have it? Didn't they make them they run had, a mask they had, they had, or something? They had, they had, I don't know what, I don't know if they had masks because it's, because suddenly like outdoors is like this great protection from like the second you go inside doors, like who knows what monsters lurk under your chairs right. and that yeah. come in and, you know, snatch you away into the world of, of viral infection. But right. I don't know. it's, it, it's, it's a rough go. Um, what else? I mean, I guess I've, we've talked a lot about this. Like what, what other interests are Are you in natural childbirth? Is that like your industry? Like, or you can be as private as you want with me. I mean, we've never spoken before today. Yeah, we don't know uh, each other. We don't know each other at all. <laughs> but but we we we're both very friendly, so that so it works out. Yeah. Um. What? No, I'm not not still in natural birth. Um. Right. I was a doula for probably a year and a half. Yeah. And thought that that would sort of be my road towards midwifery. But then I had my own kids and it's a very hard thing to do as a new mom. I mean, you know, it's late labor and birth can take hours or days and you're on call. So um, I didn't continue on with that. It kind of segued into general natural health and I got into health and um, nutrition consulting and cooking. Oh, cool. cool. Um, I've always been an artist and a photographer. And so, you know, one of my other career iterations was photography and graphic design. So, you know, a bit of a jack of all trades, master of none, but you know, I think you have to kind of do that to, to kind of duck, duck, duck uh, legislation. Duck and yeah. Yeah. Duck and weed. yeah. Duck and cover. Uh, that's, that's really cool. And uh, so you get a designing stuff and an artist and everything. Um, so you can kind of just, just be your own boss and did the, did the freelancer law in, in, in California, was that going to impact you? The AB five stuff? No, uh, I actually, you know, I, I, haven't for several years um, right. done freelancing or, right. or work in, in that field. Right. Um, been focusing on just raising my kids, getting them, yeah. you know, to adulthood and whatnot. Fortunately, I have a partner who has a stable income that, nice. can, you know, run it all. Sure. Um, so that wasn't one of the things. And I, I actually went back and forth with that law. I could see the issues with it. And I also could kind of see um, the intention behind it. If, if that wasn't how it actually was implemented, I could, you know, you, I I don't see the problem with holding these big corporations. Yeah. Um, responsible for their employees, you know, to not just have get out of, uh, protections for them and unemployment insurance and all those kind of things. So, um, but I, I could, I did see the fallout and some of the people who were being hurt by it. So I, I saw both sides. Yeah. Yeah, we had a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you had know, Lorena. Lorena was like uh, joking about, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to hire someone for my friend's wedding," and then the people are replying to her like, "You're gonna have to make them an employee now because you passed the stupid law." Lorena, um, Lorena, Lorena. <laughs> oh. 
And then like, I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan. So like WWE, what they do is they make all their wrestlers independent contractors, mm-hmm. which, but they don't treat them that way. So they kind of, uh, you know, they make them like, you know, you can't work for anyone else. You know, you have to like mm-hmm. stay with our appearance schedule and our commitments and you need permission if you want to do something outside. But I'm like, it's essentially like what you would do if they were, you know, if you were in their employee, but um, I've, as myself having been, you know, an independent contractor as a comic, I've seen the positive, but you know, when taxes came around, I also saw the negative and right. now I'm like my own employee kind of. So it's kind of the way to go. Um, yeah. It, it's kind of, it's kind of wacky. Um, what, what other, what are, what are your fun interests and hobbies as we get to know each other? Like where would, <laughs> like if, if, if there were no mandates and uh, you know, Dr. Fauci suddenly turned into the attorney general from Florida and uh, Joe Biden finally finally woke up to realize he was shouldn't be manipulated anymore. Um, what would where where would you take spend the rest of your time if you because I think did you dress up once for that um, Disneyland thing that Disneyland protest? I did, once? I did. I, I, I was called, for vaccine. I, I was I was called by uh, by Mr. Coleman about doing that. It was like I I, I picked up the phone like I'm like Joshua. It, it it's a mild honor to talk to you. <laughs> so he needed awesome. more dudes, but I was out of town. Uh-huh. So he oh man, d- we could have actually met. <laughs> we could have actually met. He needed, yeah, he needed some dudes sometimes for, for stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, but if you had the extra time and did not have to dress up for those occasions, like where, where are your interests? Like if, if everything was open and all was accessible, if the world was the far first enough. thing I would do is book a trip. Travel is one of my first loves. And did a lot of it before all this. And it's just, you know, I saw in like March, April, 2020, like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be leaving the country for a while. For a while, yeah. Yeah. So like in that summer, we had a trip booked to um, Portugal and Morocco. So I was so bummed. Um, So that that would be the first thing I would do. Have you Um, been over there before? Have you been to like Africa before? And like, I've been to Africa. Okay. I've been to South Africa one time. Yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah. to Kenya and Tanzania and Egypt, um, but still so much more of the continent to explore yeah. and um, been to several countries in Europe. Actually, I've, I think I've been to about 33 and I'm I'm 44, just turned 44 years yeah. old and had a goal of 50 by 50. And so that's kind of putting a oh, no <laughs> way. Know, little crimp yeah. in that. But um, well, I'm trying yeah. to do that with the States. So yeah, I've performed. Fortunately, we have yeah. great big country to explore and lots of free <laughs> open states. Well, I, I performed in 48 states, so I'm still trying. There's two more I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. What are the last two? Our Arkansas and Mississippi. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I booked Arkansas, but I had a family European vacation that I chose instead. So, mm. and uh, Mississippi might happen next fall. We'll see. Um, great. In Arkansas. So, yeah. So you can yeah. always, I don't know if that's be as, as fun as like going to Morocco. But uh, right. you, you can always cross state lines. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, those are those are yeah, choice words. These choice days. words, cross state lines, and break out the AR fifteen, and I've all yes, save and who knew you can dicey. cross state lines? Who in knew? The <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, could could even like in in politics in general? Do you, do you see like that that general? Do you, do you take to heart like a lot of like the social justice issues that are kind of being spoken of right now in America? Or do you think some of the things are over the top? Like, how do you kind of look at it from like an independent perspective? Yeah. One not beholding to that mainstream narratives and things like that. Yeah. I 
you know, now consider myself an independent, but I'm come from a very, you know, left leaning part of the spectrum. And I think, you know, Black Lives Matter, lowercase b, Black Lives Matter is completely, um, you know, important and relevant and justified. I think the organization is a whole, whole other topic. And, uh, you know, the, the, the funding and the backing behind it really is kind of suspicious at this point. Yeah. And a lot of the identity politics that the Dems have concerned yeah. themselves with for the last, you know, better part of the decade probably is, is just so hollow when you look at their policies and, and what they actually get passed right. doesn't support it. They're, they're not, you know, making black lives any better. Yeah. Um, you know, the, yeah, I won't get too far yeah, into some of yeah, 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 no. It's and it's it's turning a lot of people off, including you know real lefties. Like this is not the issue. It's yeah. It's um, like are you the, really supporting working people, regular people, just trying to live, and they're not? So yeah. it, I think a lot of us, especially from coming from the left, feel like orphans. You know, we're yeah. not going over to the far right although no. in in a lot of the um responses to the the pandemic they're they're certainly on the right track with more right. um you know individual liberties being upheld and freedoms sure. upheld so it's a weird time it, it, it's <laughs> weird everything is backwards and like even like bill mars considered he's like he's far right wing now but yeah it's kind of funny. Like I'm, I, I think I just got permission from my dad to write a song and it's going to be called uh radical left Republican dad. Mm. Where he's going to be because he's liking all these things about, um, you know, like Biden, he's all about the Lincoln project and he's all that stuff. So I think uh. I, it's going to be inspired by him. It's not going to be exactly about him, but I think it'll be yeah. like the kind of, the kind of lyrics where he's like, has no gay friends, but has a rainbow flag, you know, something like mm, that, I think would be right. radical left right. Republican dad. Yeah. So <laughs> we got kind of silly things like that, but then he'd be offset maybe by like a far right liberal mom. Yeah. So we'll kind of, we'll kind of play that. <laughs> Those say. extremists. Yeah. What have been your best trips you've taken then overseas or even, even domestically has there been great trips? I mean, there's definitely, great domestic spots a couple of years ago we did the you know the big parks and the grand canyon and um like yosemite and right right bryce canyon is it yeah okay. no not yosemite but okay. um grand canyon bryce and uh right. zion was um, just they oh, were all wow. incredible oh wow but um internationally i think uh santorini in greece was stunning holy cow Cuba is amazing. It's just like another place in another time. And the people are incredibly friendly and it's just so colorful and beautiful. And, and getting in and um, out of Cuba is not like an issue. It's not like you have to. It wasn't on a boat when, or... <laughs> when we went, I think it was in that weird little window where we were allowed, although we didn't, we, we went through another country. So it was, yeah, yeah, you know, you yeah. still got to be creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zanzibar in Tanzania off the coast of Africa is incredible also and we were there in ramadan so it's just really fascinating wow. to see the night markets come alive at night and you know wow, wow. Just, it's i just love being immersed in other cultures i think it's an important just lesson in life and when i hear american like less than half of americans have a passport i'm like no get out no, there I... you know like explore yeah, no, I got mine renewed right before. So we'll see when right. I can use it again. Because right. yeah, some, sometimes I like, there's people in like Europe, Europe, they can't get into America or they couldn't. So I think what they did is like, they all flew into Mexico and Mexico's mm. like, come on in. And then, okay, <laughs> wait here for two weeks. And then, okay, now you can go to America. 
Incredible. So yeah. So it's kind of wacky. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are, what are some favorite shows past and present that you've enjoyed over your life? What are some of your shows? Like yeah. TV like, shows? like TV shows, give me the, like TV shows um, or stuff on your watch list. Yeah. What, what recommendations? So Breaking Bad is one of my all time favorites. Okay. That was great. Um, recently money heist. That was good. What, what's that on? Is that like a Hulu thing? Or That's Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a, a Spanish um series okay really good you don't know about that that was like a no i'm very i'm very sheltered <laughs> there's like i am i am on such a wrestling backlog right now that all other shows maybe i'll watch oh i watch golden girls with my wife every night so we're on oh a classic we, that we just, i i watched a couple episodes recently and i was like this really never gets old it's not dated at all <laughs> so no good. i mean some of the things they get away with wouldn't be able to fly like in, right. but still you know, like Sophia's going on and on about the Asian doctor. Like, I love you people. Like when we call and, you know, and it, it, she just says something bad. It's like, it's, yeah. it's so perfect. But uh, yeah, we're in, we're in season five. So it's getting a little, a little topical, but still, still, still funny. Still funny. How are you finding as a comic, this current climate of, you know, cancel culture and so PC. And I just, I think it ruins a lot of comedy to be honest. Yeah, um, there's some things I I wouldn't dare say on stage, but I mean, my act is very like malleable because a lot of it relies on participation. So I know there's certain things I I can and can't do, Um, um, but I'm not I don't really get into that with them. I'm pretty universal on stage, but, you know, just the shows like getting back out there and doing shows this fall. I've had four Um, last winter. I had one at the military academy, but the first show was in a coffee, their coffee house cafeteria venue. So none of them wore masks, but I had to wear a mask on stage while performing. Uh, so it was like a plumber that their butt crack kept showing throughout the show because my nose would keep, my Jewish nose would keep popping out and let, and I had to keep pulling up. I'm like, I'm trying guys. Like, what do you want? And like, it just cuts down on like the potential of the show. If you can't see your performance uh, yeah. face, otherwise you're totally. watching a mime. Uh, but that was odd because they weren't, but I think they knew, they knew my status and they knew maybe that was one reason why. So, um, but then there was like a Wisconsin show where it's like, you know, on stage, you're fine. I'm like, I, I be me. I'm on, I'm at work. Then in the, there was another show in Pennsylvania where they were like, okay, so we're going to have you wear a face shield and you're going to have a headset. And it's going to be like a Garth Brooks, like set up, like you're about to deliver a baby. But Luckily, their new headset was not connecting to their sound system. So they're like, you know what? We'll let you just do the microphone. But the thing was, they didn't have the setup for that. So what they did is like, you know, have to put the mic in the clip. They didn't have a clip. So luckily, like, you know, when you put a mic into a mic stand, you need to have like the clip to like the holster for it. They didn't have the holster. So luckily from my unprepared fraternity shows, when I ever played at fraternities and sororities, I was like, you know what? Just get some tape. Let's tape the microphone to the mic stands and we'll have the right. show. And that was fine. And then there was another, the final one was uh, wearing no mask on stage and, and all that. And there's still one more I might have in, in like 10 days where there, I might have to have a mask on, but I don't even know. Like if it's, I'll talk them out of it. It's, it's really bizarre. That's the most bizarre thing is just uh, seeing like a lot of people go along with it. I mean, I, some people are kind of like lax with masks when they're like around their friends and stuff. But, you know, you have the signs in like this Wisconsin school where it's like, have a bite, 
put on your mask, have a sip, then put the mask back on. So it's that's. I rough. was told by a flight attendant to. That's what you they know, do now on the plane. I, I, I do my slow, like sipping and nibbling the whole time. So she's that, like, "Can you please, you know, right. raise your mask between sips?" Uh, and I went off on her, like, "Oh, not, you, were, you know, not like viral, aggressive, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah." It was dinner time. It was, I believe, actually, that was coming back from the uh, <laughs> the fun Disney thing for oh BSU vaccine. So really short, you know, the shuttle from LA to the Bay Area. Was this like United? No, I think it was American. Okay, okay. Because United, like they advertise, like we're all vaccinated. I'm like, yes, you fired 600 people to get that. Yeah. (laughs) So besides that one, though, I've flown about 11 times during this whole thing, and it's it's been pretty much fine. Yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, I'm I had a I wrote this song last year called "The COVID Cure," where the COVID cure is you know you you always eat because that way there's like a mysterious magical mini bubble that surrounds you uh, during that time. Even just like placing a water glass on your table can protect you from certain things. And I, and I've used that and I found that it works perfectly because I haven't contracted it during these moments. So, uh, yeah. And it's just, and I had, but I have a line inspired by, I don't know if you know, like Cordy Lee Williams, he would always like say, I sip, he'd sip water the entire flight. Like that's, that's what you do. But I have my pumpkin seeds sometimes or my trail mix. So like, those you, are key. You got or, the idea. Or even chew gum. Like I don't even have good gum passes. Who knows? <laughs> so that's a bite. So there we go. There. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. There. Uh, cool. I mean, do you, I guess this is our first conversation. Do you have any, any qu- random questions for me or anything? No. Um, yeah, no, I was curious no. about the, you know, the, the comedy climate that I just, yeah. you know, asked yeah. about. Um, yeah, no, not really. Yeah. Oh, Just, good. Uh, it's fun to get to know you. Good, I hope good. You make it well, down here. <laughs> I will. We'll we'll make it here. I mean, I'm in Florida in December, but I'm mostly uh, doing stuff northern northern half. So, but you know, if I ever show up to my uh, my in laws again, they 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 let me in. They let me in their house, so that was nice. Oh, phew. Uh, one time I was worried because I think they made like their the housekeeper made, they may like wear a mask or something, but I think there was some other reason. But either either way, it's. Mm. It's fine. Uh, they, they, I thought I had to, but I didn't have to. So it was, it was okay. Ah, we, we, they were, they were my new bubble. Yeah. It's like <laughs> my bubble is planet earth. That's my bubble. That's all right. All right. <laughs> cool. Judea. Is there anything you'd, you'd like to promote or people can check out about you? Not really. Not like really. I said, I'm just yeah. an yeah. average Joe. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Twitter. Yeah. I think are you still on Twitter. It's fun to, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter also. Okay. So it's, it's fun to connect with people. I think, you know, social media is love, hate and yeah, a lot of yeah. times for a bunch of us, but um, it's, it's definitely been a lifeline during yeah. all this for us to connect. So that's cool. And cool. Yeah. All right, Judea. So stick around. I wanted to show you, I'm going to show you one thing that Great. that's off, that's off book, um, off record, but, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being my Facebook friend and having a first conversation, but we're buds for life. Thanks, Evan. All right. I do want to thank Judea Johnson uh, for for coming on and uh, great to share her perspective. And uh, I think probably a lot of people feel that way and just won't won't say it out loud. So uh, just know if you do feel similar to her, uh, you are not alone. And, uh, you know, and if you feel differently, you have you have the right to feel differently. I have I have no problem, you know, liking people's posts when they when they get their shot or whatnot. Uh, online. 
Um, so enough about that. We'll get into some uh, other fun stuff in my next episode. New Facebook friend who I, uh, I bargained with. If he wanted to be my Facebook friend, I made him friend me rather than just message me. Um, so uh, who will that be? We're going to find out. But uh, stay awkward because you know I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.